We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is fucking terrible. I can't believe you guys are on here. Good man, uh, you are the biggest Judas in the history of fucking the world. Tremendous. How did this happen? How did this happen? Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not giving up any secrets. But uh, what we are doing um, is we're going to uh, intro. Well, well, we'll just do it right now. Uh, welcome to the, the Goodman and Hummel pod, another episode. And this one will be almost a, a Hummel roast. Uh, that's what this one will be. Rob thought he rushed back from a good dinner. Uh, I did. Atlanta, and he was going to go back home. Or, or to uh, where are we gonna go, Rob? Back to Logan's parents' house, my Logan's girlfriend's parents' house. Went to DJ's, uh, house yeah, you like my shirt? I do like the shirt. The Mercer, Mercer Bears, Bears, baby. You got a lot of Mercer connections there with Greg Gary and, and DJ. I do. Uh, but but anyway, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, this might be one of the better uh, pods that you will listen to because. We're going to get some dirt on on Robbie, the all-American boy, Robbie Hummelson. And I told these guys to prepare. They are his childhood friends. Uh, and Scott Martin, the better AU teammate, the better basketball player coming out of <laughs> the SYF players. The guy I had ranked much higher than Hummel. But you suck at evaluating talent, but I think Scott was better than me. It was totally fair. Scott was a better uh, but first of all, guys, Jackson reached out to me. I- I'll tell you that. I'm going to throw him under the bus. The, this was, it, it, was, it was Nate's idea. I was just the first one to get responded to. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. I had the better, uh, the better message. It was all Nate's idea. I reached but, out uh, on Instagram, but apparently you don't use that. Yeah, I really am not an Instagram guy. I, I, I can go Twitter and maybe a little Facebook. Not much Instagram. That, that gives me a lot of, you know, too much social media. But anyway, I saw Jackson's direct message and he was ripping the crap out of I didn't even know you played fantasy football Rob. I never heard a word about you playing fantasy football. And That's bad. Yeah, because I'm terrible. I'm terrible at it. I lose every year. Well except for last year I was better. No Scott is the bad. commissioner and he runs the worst league you could ever fathom. Like the league is trash. We didn't even play for money until this year because as the CFO, I made plays, and I Scott made- was coaching. He First of all, Rob, I can't play. I couldn't play for money before this year. That's true. All right, so he, he <laughs> okay. He was on. Yeah, he didn't even know his own league. That's fair. That's fair. how plugged in he is. 
trying to get the guy fired for gambling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good Miles Austin just got suspended a year in the NFL. We we're on a tight ship in our fantasy league, Rob. You hey, know that. You, uh, Jack, right, it's NFL. Rob doesn't know who that is. Let's sure. go around a little bit. Let's try to draft him. Know Scott Martin, uh, for the most part, Scott grew up, played with Rob uh, in AU, then started at Purdue, transferred to Notre Dame, was a, an assistant coach up until a year ago when he decided uh, he just couldn't work hard enough to be an assistant coach in college basketball. <laughs> no, he sounds he about right. Smart and, and got the hell out. Um, everybody knows Scott, I think. The, the rest of you guys, people probably don't know, but you you grew up literally uh, high school with with Robbie. So I can't wait to get some good stories here. Um, introduce yourselves quickly, Jackson. Start with you. How's it going, Jackson Phelps? Yeah, friend of Rob since uh, middle school uh, from Valparaiso. Live in Northwest Indiana still, and uh, have a have a few good stories about Rob. Oh, right. Jackson and Nate, you guys both played on the team with him in high school. Nate, uh, intro yourself. Hi, Nate Windsor. Um, I've been playing with Rob since he was quitting on our Shut fifth grade the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck he up. He couldn't, couldn't handle fifth grade That's AAU basketball, true. so he quit the true. team. All right. I didn't quit, but uh, keep going. I've known Rob since uh, sixth grade middle school. We played freshman baseball together before he quit to focus on basketball, which is probably a good thing because he thought he threw pretty well, but he threw about 45, 50 miles an hour with his fastball. David, I will never forgive <laughs> you for this. We have been on the same team of the trash talking. Scott and Nate were on the JV because they were good, and me and Medved were on the freshman team. But to hear you say that I didn't throw hard is that is some Judas but stuff. Right? Some of the home runs you gave up still haven't landed. So <laughs> okay. You weren't as bad as Clink, so I'll give you that. That's true. All right, let, let's start. I told you all you better come strong with, with some good stories. So, Scott, you're, you're batting lead off here. Ooh, of a lot of pressure. All right. Well, I mean, obviously, there's many. We could go on all, all the screens off now. Uh, well, the first one that comes to mind, and, and I'll keep it PG the first time, for the, for the first go around here. Uh, but so after senior year basketball, we were all kind of like, well, what do we do now? We obviously had to finish the school year out, didn't it? So we decided to run track. So Rob and I are pretty tall. We had one other guy, Kevin Miney, who could really jump. So they're like, well, let's try, let's try him in high jump. And, and that's, that's very form, you know, it's a lot of form goes with it, all that good stuff. So we're jumping and we're in, we're, you know, they, they got it all set up at really low bar and we're trying to work on the form. And somehow or another, Rob jumps, and we don't know how he did it, but he manages to get the bar between himself and his arm, and he snaps the bar in half. They said they've had this bar, I don't know what they say, Rob, like since the 1970s. They said it was like 25 or 30 or 40 years old. Like It was old as shit. <laughs> Rob jumped out like two times, snapped the bar in half. So then we're like, all right, well, let's not do – Rob's not going to do high jump. We'll work on we'll work on long jump. So one day we're doing, we're doing like file boxes. We're jumping boxes. And Rob, I don't know how he did this either, jumps up, like half misses the box and just falls into like, what was it, 10 or 12 pole vaulting poles? Yeah, I shredded my knee and my chin <laughs> on the wooden plyo boxes. Yes. So this is when when, when the injuries started. This is when the the yeah. 
This was also the first time his vertical was measured at 19 inches. <laughs> 19 and a half, guys. 19 and a half. Yeah. I give him the half. My bad. So I guess I, I could have probably told you that senior year of high school that he was probably not going to go over 20 inches vertical. Because it's probably what, like a 12 inch box? No, that was like <laughs> at least like 20. Barely cleared it. <laughs> Scott and I were, of course, doing high level plyos. So no chance. We were. Less than 30. All right. Jackson, before I before I hit you with with your story, uh, how good was Rob Young, Young Robbie Hummel, and was it always Robbie? I, I still don't know why he didn't he didn't get rid of the Robbie and go to Rob. Like Robbie just sounds like a little kid. Like like why hasn't he gotten rid of Robbie? It's it's got the it's got the uh, the recognition. I mean that's how he built that name so he wants to keep he it, wants to stick with it yeah I don't know, call yeah. Me both, so i don't care people could call me both if he goes to rob I've never i who the hell he was i've never called you robbie ever yeah i don't think my whole life yeah, usually rob yeah. and then we all call him rob yeah at least it's well, call him last place in fantasy last football so. <laughs> yeah that's true i'm <laughs> loser lp now hey yeah, you, you got to do the thing that i did years ago um on sports center I did a league since I joined ESPN with Kevin Nagandi and a couple other on-air people and a bunch of producers. And when Kevin finished last, I called it the toilet bowl. Whoever was last, <laughs> you played in the toilet bowl. So I literally on SportsCenter Live, and, and the producers were kind of all in on it too, I gave him a plunger <laughs> on air. I wish I had the video. He like denies it now, probably that he never finished. But it's funny you say this because this group tried to do a punishment, and David or Johnny, whatever his name is, no one calls him Johnny. His name's David. I was, that was gonna be my story when he got to me. Was <laughs> oh sorry, well, you got that name. Oh, tell why you could tell why your name we'll is David, that. but Medved just never did it, and Scott's <laughs> the commissioner, and he just lets him do it. He's ruined the league. I got I got fined. I got fined for it. And I did. lost my first round picks last year, and I finished last again because of that. I had half draft who Tim Tebow and somebody else that wasn't in the league. But, but also with Scott's great leadership, I finished last in 2019. I'm not perfect fantasy football. I did my punishment. I ran the big big 10k. Only five. Oh, yeah, you did run that 5k. I'm, uh, Medved yeah. ruined the league. He ruined yeah, the league. That's it. Is that why All you're right. last this year? Because I ruined the league. Yes. All right. Okay. Jackson, give me give me your 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 humble dirt story here. So yeah, so this is my favorite Rob story. It's uh my mother's favorite story of Rob. I think Rob's mother's least favorite story of Rob. <laughs> uh, it goes back to 2007 uh, after the basketball season. A handful of us went down to uh, Cancun for spring break. We had uh, parents as chaperones, but we all were uh, having a good time at our. Uh, all-inclusive hotel nothing nothing crazy nothing uh wild and uh we're we're pretty lame in high school i'll, I'll give us a uh, credit for that we didn't party in high school so when we got to the all-inclusives it was a uh, uh first time uh being able to go up to the bar and just get a, a beer whenever we wanted so after the first or second night uh, 18 year old Rob, all 120 pounds of them, uh, had had uh, a few beers and came into the, the room that me and uh, another one of our, our teammates were staying in in the morning and uh, just shooting the breeze. And Rob's still drunk from the night before. And my mom uh, comes in just to hang out with us. 
and Rob is doing this and doing that and uh, fucking this, fucking that. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Phelps. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And, and then keep, keeps talking uh, like a sailor. And he goes, God, I can't believe I said the fuck word in front of Mrs. Phelps. You should really go wash my mouth out with soap. So he, Rob, proceeds to go to the bathroom, grab the bar of soap, hand it to my mother, who then puts it on his tongue. And uh, that was one of the... Uh, the more fun stories uh, and something that my mom cherishes to this day. Um, but so sadly, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'll, uh, Mrs. Hummel does, uh, but we still love her. If that trip happened today, my mom would think it was the greatest trip ever. But it was. Yeah. Because we're all in our mid 30s. I know. It's <laughs> hard for her to see this. From I can't me. believe. Wait, wait. I can't believe you all brought your moms. To a, to a trip when you graduated high school. They were paying. It was okay. Well, they did. The they did. I did. did. They did. Look, what is up with that? <laughs> you think my mom was going to let me go to Cancun, Mexico alone? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. I, I mean, love my mother. She's the best. But there's zero chance that would ever happen. I'd go to Cancun yeah. with my mom tomorrow if she asks, as long as she's paying. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Smart move. All right. Uh, John, otherwise known as David, I've just found out. Go ahead, yeah. you're up. So I think it was our junior year, Rob. Does that sound right? Yeah, it does. Uh, during like our homeroom class, we could like student aid at different offices throughout the school. And Rob was in the bookstore, and I was across the street, I think, in the office. But we'd always just go out there and hang out by the bookstore. Well, uh, one day I was sitting there talking with Rob and our friend Alex, who was wearing a Miami Hurricanes t-shirt. And our janitor walked by, whose son played basketball. He's a couple years older than Rob, but he knew everybody. But everyone knows Rob. He walked by, he looked at Rob, said, hey, Rob, looked at Alex, who was wearing the Miami shirt, and said, Miami? Well, he got really nervous because he said hi to me and then realized, holy shit, I don't, I don't know, know these guys. guys names. And he so, looked at me dead in the eyes with 100% confidence and goes, David? And just kept, kept walking by. And Rob and Alex thought it was the funniest thing. So after that, Rob went to basketball practice, told all these guys. And since then, I've been known as David to these guys. To so he's really, he's really not John. David. I don't know who yeah. Johnny Medved is. I know who Johnny Medved is. He's David from that day on. The jam. From that day on, from these guys, yeah. At my wedding, they, all these guys stood. All these guys stood at my wedding, and Rob said he was going to boycott it because the invitation didn't say David. We didn't know who was inviting him to the wedding. Yeah, so I don't know who Johnny is. I know David. <laughs> all right. Uh, last but not least, Nate. All right, I got a quick one because uh, from high school basketball, and then one about Rob because he fancies himself a, as a golfer here. Yes, um, we, know, we know that. Listen, I've heard yeah, that I'm enough. Good. How fucking good he is! Right. <laughs> so when we were, I think juniors in high school, we had we had a game, and the I guess the stands were as packed as they could be. It was pretty loud in there. Right after yeah! the national anthem. Oh, God, this is terrible. Someone just yells <laughs> at Rob. Rob Hummel's the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> they screamed it so loud during the national anthem. Wasn't that Munster? Yes, we were playing. Yeah, it was your people. All people. right, and then on, on the golf course, Rob always talks about how good he is. We were at his one of his favorite tracks in Indiana, and um, one that he likes to peruse the, the rough for Pro V1s. <laughs> you don't have and... enough money now. <laughs> He decided that he was going to go into this dried up creek bed to find some Pro V1s and we're on the ninth hole. 
he then takes two steps in and he goes knee deep into the mud. We get to the to the turn and the guy that's the golf pro is like, who is it? Painter's his yeah, brother was like Coach Painter's Payne. roommate or something. Coach Paint's roommate's brother who knew him like well. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Rob's gotta get hosed off at the turn. And the guy comes out and he's like, I mean, if you needed to, if you needed some golf balls, I could have given you some, man. <laughs> cheap bastard you cheap bastard you there were so many balls in this dried up lake i was like i'll just rake these in <laughs> <laughs> and then i stuck to my fucking knees that was tough oh man hey scott what what was it like playing with rob though like au because you guys i still say to this day probably one of my and i covered it for a long time you know uh, one of the most fun teams to watch that I've ever seen. Cause you guys actually, you didn't play like an AU team. You moved the ball, you shared it. Yeah. Uh, was there a good story playing with Rob then uh, on the circuit? You know, like, you, you know, like you guys are around each other all the time. He had to have pissed you off at some point. He had to have pissed you off or, or a teammate off for something he did. You know, that's the thing. I don't think he did like, and as much, trust me, if, if I could, I would embarrass him right now. I promise you. Our team you got would. along really well, though. We, we, yeah, team, we really we, tell everybody who your team really was because I mean, your team is loaded. Yeah, so we will. Rob, Rob, Rob always like Rob. You do this because you're you're the better one going through the whole entire roster and where they their height, their weight, all that. Because that's his job now. So he I'll knows. Let, I'll he, let him knows do that. he remembers everything. That's yeah. the crazy oh, exactly. part of doing the exactly. pod with Rob. Like you'll go back to like whether it's. AAU, whether it's, you know, his his lengthy stint with the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, whatever it is, he'll have stories for days and he'll, like details, every detail. I don't know if it's true or not, but he sells it You're well. making this shit up as I go. Yeah, I mean. No, we were on the team for two years with SYF and we had Luke Herringote, Jamil Tucker, Etuan Moore, myself, Scott, Greg Hill, who was supposed to go to Purdue and then ended up at TCU. Tyrone Appleton went to Kansas. Um Loaded. Antoine Boyd and it was went to Middle Tennessee State, then transferred to IPFW. Gary McGee played at Pitt. Um, who am I? That poor Kemba Walker played. George Bass. George Bass, yeah. <laughs> George Bass, my man. I love Day, yeah. Um, who else played? Did my leave anybody out? Etwan, I said. Etwan Moore. Did you say Etwan? All right. Uh, what, what do you remember the Scott? What do you remember the most of of Rob? Like, what's the one memory that you will have? It can be on or off the court from going on the circuit with him i mean it, it's really just all the the 16 passenger van rides we did uh you know the tr the one that always sticks out is we were gonna play the was it the kingwood rob we went down yeah. to houston so they're like hey we're gonna bust down it's gonna be a team building oh, thing God. we're all gonna do it you know rah rah thing so like they got at the time the gary it was the gary steelheads it was this i think they were it was the cba at the time they that league changed names a lot, but I think it was the time it was the CBA. So like we got their bus, it's built for big guys, it's gonna be great. All right, so so we get on the bus in, in Gary, Indiana. We all load up, we start the trek down, and I would say, what was it? Maybe and this is in was it May, right? Yeah, it was warm. <laughs> it was warm. And we're like an hour in and the AC goes out. Oh shit. And <laughs> you're what wearing. <laughs> It's nothing, probably. He's wearing a beater. He's wearing a white beater. 
It was so hot, though. It, it was so hot. I just remember, like, pushing my face up against the glass, tr- doing anything we could do to cool ourselves off. Uh, it, it Just all those type of things. It, that's that's what we did, and, you know, cramming four guys into one hotel room and all that kind of stuff. That That's the stuff you really remember, uh, not necessarily the wins and losses and, you know, John Shire putting up 50 on us, that kind of thing. Uh, we did win that game, though. Um, but you know, it, it's really more the off the stuff that off the court stuff that you really remember all those all those kind of things. Honestly, the best stories that we have from AAU are about Coach Brown. Coach Brown. Oh yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Was, I'll was, let Rob tell the story of the of, by the phone bank if he wants to tell that one. The phone bank is good, but I think the best story I have about Coach Brown is what he said to that that dude's dad from Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's, go ahead. We were playing. We were in. The, we won the showcase both years that we played SYF, and the showcase was a good tournament. Really good. And. Coach Brum's like singular goal was to be the first team to ever win the showcase and then win nationals, which I think is impossible because you're down there forever. You're literally down there forever. And you're, you're playing the finals of the showcase while nationals are starting. Right. You might play like the dumbest thing ever. Terrible. You might play pool play games in the morning and then have to play the finals at, at night. Yeah. So we were lucky to win the showcase both years and we beat really good teams to do it. Um, I think this year we we beat the Pittsburgh Jots with Dewan Blair and Herb. Uh, what's Herb's name? Pope. Herb Pope. Herb Pope. Yeah, Herb Pope. Legend. Big oh. East. Um, so we get into nationals and we're playing, and our team is clearly exhausted. This is like week two and a half of being down there, and we we come up. We're in the round of sixteen. We're playing this team from Cincinnati. Bunch of white dudes. They run the Princeton offense and they run this two three zone. So Brum had scouted them and he, we had this team meeting at like, we stayed for like a week and a half in these hotels. Then we moved to these like townhouses. So we're in the townhouse and Brum literally brings us together. And he's like, guys, I don't think we can beat him. We can't beat this team straight up. And I'm like, wow, Scott's ranked in the seventies. I'm ranked in like the eighties. Etwan's a top 30 player. Gary <laughs> McGee is being recruited by like high majors. Antoine's good. Greg's going to Purdue. I mean, we have like super, we're one of the top six or seven teams in the country. And you don't think we can beat these dudes straight up? So he's like, they play a zone. Our goal is to, on our first possession, we are going to hold the ball. We're going to stall. Oh, no. They win They win the tip. They miss. We come down and they just go zone and we hold the ball. And we hold it for seven seven minutes and like 56 oh, seconds of I the first hate, quarter. I hate – there was nothing worse than that on the circuit. Than Dude, but we're play. like a top five team nationally, and we're literally stalling these dudes. And the ball gets knocked out of bounds. Antoine Boyd hits a corner three with no time on the clock in the first quarter to go up 3-0. <laughs> and then we get the ball to start the second quarter because we lost the tip. So we go into halftime up 11-3. to They literally <laughs> would not come out of the zone. Second half, they decide that we're we're gonna, you know, actually they're gonna come get us. We beat them by 30. Like it's a it's actually a brilliant coaching job. It really was. Kind of. And sort of kind of pathetic, yeah. really. But we're walking out and I'm walking next to Coach Brum and he's just strutting his stuff like, you know, I am the fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this parent comes up to him and he's like, with all due respect, coach. You just you just cost my son a chance to play in front of all these college coaches that come to watch your players to play for a scholarship. And Coach Brum dead looks him in the eye and goes, well, with all due respect to you, your son is a fucking bum. And literally just <laughs> keeps it moving. I mean, he said it like an assassin. It was literally assassin-like. It was amazing. 
he had no he did not care at all that he was crushing this dude's spirit unbelievable that was amazing wow wow um any other good stories before i get to something a, a little more um i don't know heavier heavier on humble <clears throat> I have I have one uh, go, goes back to Cancun, uh, but this is this is a a, a nice story. No soap. About Rob. no soap. No soap this time. This is uh, Rob being the, the stand up all American guy that he is. So this is when he was with his lengthy stint with the Timberwolves. League men. Rob was uh, out in full force. Uh, so it's the All Star break, and he's going down to cancun with uh buddy that played at purdue uh now coached the lakers and we're in our, our group chase like oh i'm in cancun and i'm working my corporate job in chicago i'm like oh if you would text me i would have come down there with you and uh it's like oh if i would have known i, I would have told you so i'm like well i'll fly down today if you pay for my hotel stay at the all-inclusive and this is league men rob so he's got the money to to go around i call it's like 150 200 bucks a night uh for a person to stay at the hotel i look up flights are like a thousand bucks i'm like screw it so i book a same day flight meet rob down in cancun and then he gives him the the credit card to to pay for me to to stay at the hotel with uh him and uh drew and then we had a great long extended weekend over uh all-star break because Rob had nothing better to do. So I needed thank another you. Break. Thank you, Rob, for that. You're welcome. I needed another break from the all-star break after that trip. That was, that was, was aggressive. That was, All right. Was, Be- before we get to the, the, the heavy stuff, I want one sentence from each of you to describe Rob as a high school kid, not a player, not a player as a high school kid. Like it can be like a few words, whatever, not more than, than a sentence. Uh, who wants to go first? 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> you know, that's why I took it. I can't I believe they chanted that. That's terrible. Scientist. Scientist? Scientist. Wa- washed up middle school percussionist. <laughs> what did you play? Jackson and I played percussion together. Jackson actually had a run-in with our teacher because he forged his mom's signature on the practice charts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, got a D, so I got a D in band, and then uh, and they just band. signed the rest of my uh, practice charts for the rest of the year, and I didn't practice, but I got an A the rest of the, the semesters after getting caught. Yeah. So, All right. So I do want to make this a, a little serious for, for one part of it, and and I, Rob's shaking his head. He doesn't know what's coming. But, no, in, in all in all sincerity – um, when Rob went through all his injuries and the two torn ACLs, what was that like for for you guys? Kind of dealing with with him and trying to talk him through it. I remember I was in the airport for the second one, and I was crushed because again, like you know, I, I know as a a media person, you're not supposed to have those relationships. You're, you're supposed to be objective. That's never the case with me. I mean, I've known you and, and Scott forever. Um, so obviously deep down, you know, that hurts that that's, that's, but I can only imagine what it was like for you guys knowing him that long, you know, he had the back brace and and Scott, you were around closer for a lot of that stuff. Um, so I guess you can start with that. What, what was, what was all that like watching that? I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, right? You don't, you never want to see someone that you're close to go through those things. 
you know, but I think it, it speaks to his determination and his, his ability to, he needed to get done and he got through it. He found a way. And I mean, I mean, look, he made the NBA, right? Like he found a way to get there and ultimately achieve that goal. And I just think it speaks a lot, uh, a lot to the, the, the character of him and, and, and how determined he was to, to reach that plateau. And he got there. I will say though, before you keep going, it was, it was not helpful, but Scott was going through it sort of at the same time that I was, because he had torn his ACL at Notre Dame. You know, so that was, Yep. That was helpful to bounce things. It was up. a great time for us, wasn't it? It was a good time to be a, a six eight. <laughs> I think Hayden Hume who played at Valpo blew his knee out yeah. at the time. Yeah, if you were a six eight kid from Valpo High School, tough, tough sled. Any of you guys, you guys have anything that you remember from talking to him through that, or or, or watching him rehab, or anything like that? I, I remember it, it. It sucked, obviously. Uh, with, with Scott and Rob going through at similar times and, and multiple injuries, keeping them sidelined. I was uh, the 10th guy on our high school team. So I always had a great courtside view to, to watch them play in high school. And then it was awesome watching them play in, uh, in college. And uh, it was just, it just sucked uh, seeing them some go through it. They're both great guys. Uh, I remember, I think, I don't know if it was the, the first or the, uh, I think it was may have been the first one uh nate myself and another buddy of ours lived a few blocks down from rob and went over uh a week or two after on like a friday afternoon or a friday evening couldn't go out and some random guys knew it was rob's house and dropped off a, a case of beer at the door when you're just sitting in the living room so we got to uh to hang out while rob was icing his knee down and uh it was it sucked but it also spoke to rob that he was still uh, still tight with his high school friends when he was the, the superstar at Purdue, and uh, all right, never let, let let's not go too far here. With never let his head get all too right. big, but we also don't let his head get too big. So you, you do know that I out jumped him. Uh, that's back in, no, that's, that's, I believe it. Not surprising. That's really not saying anything. It really is. I think there's whole groups that out That nineteen and a half vertical. I mean, we could all beat that. I'm Let's sure we all could it. right now in the shape that we're in still. Exactly. That's right. That's right. All right. Listen, I appreciate all you guys coming on. We have to actually uh, finish and, and, and deliver something real to the, to the listeners and viewers. So we got to go through all American teams and mid season, all American teams, all of that. Uh, but I, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, you guys have a standing invitation whenever you want. Uh, you can drop in as long as you've, you know, we got to get, honestly, we got to get Rob's parents on here at some point, don't we? <laughs> right. Right. We yes. got to do that. Wow. This I can be a little bit of your punishment help. every year is that the loser just comes on here and just gets trashed on the podcast. <laughs> God, I think what, then what to is, finalize it, Rob, what you, is the you punishment? need to look into the camera. Scott, what's the punishment? He needs to look at, as the commissioner, yeah. Rob needs to look into the camera and talk about, go ahead, just give us a little couple sentences on how poorly, or excuse me, how poor you are at fantasy football. My fantasy team is undefeated in the postseason this year. That is the because it's not in the postseason. <laughs> yes, I am. We're playing. David, <laughs> can you read off the stats of the last five years? Yeah, yeah. Dave, oh, can you yeah. read off the yeah. So since we started tracking the stats, was it was 2015 in the ESPN app. Yeah. Rob is Rob's record is 39 wins, 52 losses, and one tie. Jesus. Got a 429% winning percentage, zero championships, <laughs> two playoff appearances, three top five finishes, and one top three finish. That doesn't sound this that bad. sounds a little bit like Louisville this year. 
if any listeners want to DM Rob fantasy football tips, uh, they're they're open. He needs I need them. So I need them. You you should have made him have to tweet something out, Scott, for finishing no, last. No, we punishments, but Medved ruined them. Literally, Nate doesn't mean you have either. Nate lost the league last year. Was supposed to caddy a, a golf round. Hasn't done it. Yeah, I none of you guys showed dudes. up. Well, yeah, you guys didn't yeah. show up. We were ready. That's not the point. Medved Did I run my lost multiple times? Did I run never my five multiple times? I've lost one time. All right, one time, and he didn't I'm, do the punishment. But I've also won one time, and you have zero. You're supposed to run a beer mile, and he just totally bad. None of us can do that. Totally, but he's supposed. All you I had to do, able, you might be able to do that. All I had to do is chug a beer, run a lap, chug a beer, run a lap, chug a beer, run a lap, and chug a beer, run a lap. In under ten minutes. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, that part <laughs> was Good luck. <laughs> I don't see it happening. I, I I would hope there would be a barrel near you for that one. No, they said I couldn't throw up for an hour after us. Oh, shit. There were a lot of stipulations. All right, listen. We'll figure something out for next year. Uh, Maybe we'll we'll have me be like the uh, – Put it to the people. Yeah, like somebody that can can hold, you know, hold whoever the loser is, hold them accountable. All right, so – uh, All right, we have the punishment set for next season. There we go. There we go. All right, great seeing you guys. Uh, Great seeing you again, Scott. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. We're 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 on to the the real part of the podcast now. Thanks, guys. Have a nice good one. Right. They Thank didn't you. have quite as much dirt. I, I kind of knew they weren't going to have a ton of dirt on you. Yeah, they they could have probably went a couple other places, but I don't think I I don't think it, well. You've said this. You were kind of a I, I don't know if like, I was I was too good. As were a you kid. a nerd? No, my grades weren't good enough to be a nerd. All right, think. so you weren't a nerd, but you were I, like. I mean, but I didn't just, do stuff to like get in trouble, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. They, they could have, there are places they could definitely find some dirt. I wasn't like that good, but um, they're, they're obviously that was fun. sparing that was me. Fun. That was fun to see those guys. I, yeah. I wish I got to see We've been trying this for a few, and you call, you almost screwed it up tonight. I almost did. I, yeah, I, I will say when I got on, I was totally surprised. Had no idea. Good. Good. Um, Why well, didn't tell anybody guys, else? We were really lucky in the sense that, like, I played basketball with those guys from the time I was in fifth grade on. Like you see these players that now reclassify or like go to prep school. Like I had goals to to win state and to be an Indiana all-star, which is a big deal in the state of Indiana. But I just wanted to play with my boys. I mean, I'd play with those guys. And Scott was always really good. Yeah. Was really good in college. Nate Windsor um, was an unbelievable football, baseball, basketball player. And like he had a shoulder injury, which really hurt him in baseball um didn't really grow he was like a big but he could really play like really? he was our best player. he was a top if you were ranking like fifth graders exactly. at the time in the state of indiana he was like a top five top 10 player and he was awesome all right let's get down to it now Let, let's let's give uh now some some uh real knowledge uh to to the people watching i gave you a little bit of homework you and did. we'll go through some kind of mid-season awards superlatives <laughs> few things Let's start with our midseason kind of all-American team uh, at this point. I think we we would both agree, and we have agreed. Zach Eady is yes. our national player of the year still at yep. this point, so he'd be on the all-American list. After that, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I you think can go this, you can go a number of ways for sure. Yeah, you definitely right, can. So give me your like the next guy that you felt really good about that 
has to be on this list. It was mine for me was Jalen Wilson. Yeah, me too. I me think too. that he's he's a lock for the way he's played. He's become super aggressive because he's had to be with everybody they've lost. He he hasn't shot like an amazing percentage, but I mean he's shooting a ton of plenty of tough ones. I think that he's he's a no brainer for it. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, the other one that I think probably needs to be on there, Rob, the only freshman is Brandon Miller. Yeah, he could be. But you I know. think you could also make a case for other guys over Brandon Miller. I, I uh, agree. Not, he would be my third he, guy. He would be yeah. my third guy only because I think he's carried that Alabama team. And again, part is, I, I think because so many freshmen have struggled so far out of the gates, it makes what he's done that much more impressive because now he's an older freshman. Right. He's an older freshman, which probably helps him a little bit, but he, he's been terrific. And, and to me, he's had, he's had, <clears throat> excuse me, huge games for Alabama when they've needed him. Yeah. I mean, he was amazing against Gonzaga. Um, I went, I went Drew Timmy. I think the last four Fair. games he's yep. been unbelievable yep. since he, who was against Baylor. He struggled. I think he only had nine points in the last four. He's been, yep around 26, 27 a game. Um, he's had a really good season. Maybe not Tolu Smith good. Not Tolu good, Smith. But pretty good. No, I, I think Drew Timmy's been really good. I think he's deserving of that. Yeah, my my next one would be uh, uh, Azulis Tubelis from Arizona. Yep. And it's so hard picking between him and Umar Balo because they've both been awesome and, and they've been the, the best front-line duo in the country. I just – I think Deuce is, I mean, Zeus has been more consistent for me um, and, and the experience and the toughness and all that. But again, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think the only one when we're coming out of this thing that we're going to agree on that was like a lock no-brainer is Zach Eadie. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think everybody else, you could make a case for someone. Um, even if you look like the top 10 for the Ken Palm player of the year stuff, I think that you could probably make a case for almost every guy. Maybe not. I mean, Jalen Pickett has been unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's what fifth now on the Ken Palm top 10. Yep. But I think, you know, winning certainly gets taken into account and Penn state is one, you know, they've had a really nice start to their year, but you're, you know, when you I'm talk about like, the hell out of you, I'm, what's that? I'm going to surprise the hell out of you with my last guy. I've got to give my fourth first before you Go do that. I'm Go going ahead. to say I went I went with Jaime Hawkins, honestly. I, I think yeah. just their their team has been good and he wasn't great. When I saw him in Vegas, I can't That's put him on there because great. he wasn't great in those two games 
in yeah. Vegas. Which he was great against Maryland. He was great against Kentucky. He's been great lately. He's been great yeah. lately. Yeah. But in their two losses, he was honestly underwhelming. And it's hard, you know this, it's hard to get that out of your head when you see a team or a guy in person. Yeah, it's like a bad first impression, right? Correct. So now again, he's been around forever. Uh, all right, my fifth guy. Really hard. I, I, you have to find a point guard to me. Like, I, I just feel like I, I got Edie, I got Tupelis, I got Jalen Wilson, I got Brandon Miller. You're not now with going with just the five bigs. <laughs> can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I yeah, think that, I did it in the preseason, and, and it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't yeah. feel right. But the point guard I'm going with, and, and part of this is because I didn't want to double up, uh, and, and I have a surprise player because that's one of our categories coming up. So I don't want to double up on this guy. I'm going with maybe the best defender in the country in my fifth spot. I think I know you're going with. And he's he doesn't going to be play the front. point. He doesn't play the point on his team all the time. Is, is he on the West Coast? No, he's on the East okay. Coast. Never mind. Then. I'm going with Reese Speakman. Wow. I just I think he's the best yeah. defender in the country. But he hasn't been the same since he well, hurt. He's team. been hurt. Yeah, he's been hurt yeah. the last couple of games. He, he doesn't. He hasn't moved like he was no. out in Vegas, where you could tell. Correct. I mean, he was as explosive as can be, right. and now he's he's a little hobble. Hopefully, he can over the holiday. I just didn't know break. who to go with. I like you couldn't I mean, go like, with Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead Give me sorry. a better one. Well, I was I was thinking Sasser, but his percentages are not like all American. And he's life. been hurt. Yeah, he's, he's been, been hurt banged too. up. Yeah, I mean, do you go with a guy from Connecticut, which would be Sonogo? I mean, they're undefeated. Like winning matter. You could. I think Tubelis is a great pick. That was my fifth. Yeah, um, yeah it's hard, especially because I, I didn't go with any guards, but I don't think that there's really any guards that are – So I mean, Marcus Sasser is having a, a good season. You know who you could do? You know who you could easily put on there? Here, here's – honestly, this is who I probably should have put on, and I thought about it with Beekman, is Adam Flagler. Flagler's like he shot like, the hell out of it. Yeah, and Baylor's kind of flying under the radar right yeah. now just because of the fact that they they've lost some games and in the last two years they just didn't do that. Right. So, um, yeah, he has had a really good season, and it's just it's crazy the guards. I mean, we we knew this coming in though. No, we, I know we did. We I said know we this, did, but... and it's it's come to fruition of of everything we've said about the guards. There's no oh. there's no point guard that and. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let, let's go with surprise player because it, it kind of comes off my All-Americans here a little bit and a guy that I think you could easily put on your All-American team, but I saved him for my surprise player. I wonder if all the same guy – well, he's probably not an All-American. But I, I went with Jalen Clark from UCLA. I, I just think – He's been awesome. Yeah. The way he – not that – I knew he was a top 100 type player coming out of high school – he was solid for them last year. What did he average? Like six? Yeah, did he averaged six a game. Did nothing. Did he is impacting the game yeah. on yeah. both sides of the floor? Great defense. At an insane level defensively. He he makes reads on the ball that are as good as anybody you'll see. And but then he's a high efficiency player. I mean, he's shooting like a crazy percentage from the field. He doesn't he's take bad shots. He no, he's take he, bad ones. He's taken. I want to say I looked it up. He's taken ten a game, ten shots a game from the field. Shoots like two threes a game, but shoots at like 40% from three and a super high clip from the field. The one thing you could say is he has not been great from the following. 
But other than that, I, I just think that the the impact that he has on both sides is is tremendous. All right, my surprise player is Sule Boom from Xavier. From Xavier, and and honestly, like I, I didn't think he'd do this transferring from UTEP. Did anybody think he'd? He's averaging seventeen a game. He's averaging almost five assists a game, which I didn't think he could be a point guard. He's done that fairly well. You know, he's shooting 53 from the field and 53 from three. Like, that's insane, Rob. Like, you could make a case, and his defense has been okay. Like, not great, but it's, it's solid. So, to me, that puts him in the equation for an All American right now. Like, you could put him as your, your, your guard on the All American team. And and easily justify it. Xavier's ten and three. Yep. Are they ranked? Yeah, they're like I think I have them at 20. 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, I I just I think that these all American teams definitely get skewed to who wins. Right. And, and that, they should. That, yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're not on a winning team right. and if right. you're on a team that loses all your but games. To me, Xavier's winning enough. No, they've right? got to be are. in the top twenty five. Yep. Agree. To mm-hmm. me. All right. So your your surprise team is who? Last time we did this, we both said Maryland. They've fallen off since. (laughs) They have. I wrote a good one down, but I'm not where I thought I was going to be. So let me think if I can remember. Yeah, I'll buy you a few seconds here. I'm going to go with Mississippi State. They're 11-1. and They beat Marquette. You know, you think about um, what Chris Jans took over down there. And, like, not a whole hell of a lot. Nothing was expected of them. And now, you know, they were ranked at one point. They're right now, if the season ended today, they'd be a lock NCAA tournament team. And I don't think anybody would have seen that coming. So I don't know if they can sustain this in SEC play, but if they go 500 in SEC play, they're they're clearly an NCAA tournament team. Yep. No, I agree. I think I, (laughs) this might be like the most cop out answer ever, but I think I, I mean, I think I had Purdue. They're yeah, I didn't have them in my top 25. So they're that's 12 and 0. They have, and every question that we had about them was well, can their freshman guards play? And can Zach Eady take on a sustained role of being the guy? Yeah. Well, Eady's got nine games of 30 minutes or more. He's played 42 in a game, and their guards are have been great. Yeah. You know, I think the question now is with their freshmen is is there a, a wall that they hit? Because right. that kind yes. of is the story for most freshmen. I know I felt it my freshman year. I was garbage in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I just had nothing. I just, I was horrible. I think I had. When did it hit you? Do you remember when it hit you? I felt like it was late. I I did not finish super strong. At the Big Ten tournament, I had like 10 points. And I think I had a double-double against Illinois. But I didn't play. I wasn't like great. Yeah. I was just kind of How many minutes did you average as a freshman? I think like 28, 29, 30. So similar to what Lawyer and and Braden. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's that's fair to say. And I was just. So if you're playing, we played Xavier in the NCAA tournament, the the second game. And I mean, they were grown men. They were Josh Duncan and they were Derek Brown and they were Drew Lavender and Stanley Burrell and, you know, all those dudes. I mean, they were fifth year seniors and they just, you were the baby boilers. Yeah. What's that? You guys were the baby boilers, right? We were, but we couldn't make a shot in DC, you know? So, So my question to you on that is now, again, back then, you were going three-hour practices yes. through a lot of a year. Painter is not doing that, and very few coaches are doing that anymore. Yeah. I, I wonder if that changes things a little bit for some. No, I think it does. I think the, the mentality has changed. Yeah. That was definitely a very 
Gene Cady way of looking at things, you know, but that's all he knew. I mean, I understand it. That was how he kind of, you know, that's how, where he came up through and that's one of his mentors and coach Katie had a really effective way. But by the end of the year, I, I don't think I was playing, you know, some of it probably was just, I didn't play, I didn't shoot it great, but I felt tired. Yeah. Um, I, I really did. Yeah. So. That, no, that's interesting. I, I, I said that I think to you or some last week about, about these freshmen, because people are like, well, they're already so cerebral and, and they are like, they're, they're very mature for freshmen. Um, but I think that's the one area that you worry about with those yeah. two. But you know where the, the upside of Purdue is, is that they're not making shots right now, and, and they winning. have good shooters. Yep. And they're and winning they're without still, that. And yep. they're still winning. Yep. And I think that in order to stop Edie, teams are going to load up on them. They're going to have every opportunity to get out of that. Right. That is scary. And on the flip side of the, the wall thing is, well, these guys are freshmen and have a ton of room to grow. Right. They're 18. Yep. Like, they could get yep. a lot better. You know, like, that. They, they, this is their first year. So, I... They haven't played like freshmen. It will be fascinating to see what happens as the year kind of goes on. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll go to some negativity here. Uh, a little coal in their stocking. Uh, the biggest disappointment team-wise. Boy. So I like, got it. I, I, honestly, team here. <laughs> I have it. Like, I, I think there's – I mean, there's several teams you could you could go with. I think there's one that really stands out. I, I, I would say Illinois. No, because Illinois is still a tournament team today. Dude, but they're a disaster. <laughs> I, I know. Well, obviously, yes, they are a disaster. I mean, they lost to Missouri. They got they lost by 30, run. dude. Yeah, they got run by by a Missouri team that got run by Kansas. Yeah. So I, okay, I'll I'll give you maybe Illinois, but like I mean, you're going flip I would it. think you're going Creighton or you're going nope. um North Carolina. You, but they nope. kind of ride the ship. I'm gonna go St. Louis. That's they were a top 25 team coming in. They're eight and five. They just lost to, to SIU Edwardsville All right. at yeah. home. Like they're not a tournament team right now. Yeah. At least Illinois is a tournament team. Carolina is a tournament team. All those have a chance. Now, the only way St. Louis is a tournament team now is if it wins the A-10 tournament. See, yep. the A-10 probably is a one-bid league right now. Right. You know, right. Dayton struggled too, but Dayton's been hurt. <laughs> That's the difference. St. Louis has had their their full arsenal of players. That's why you can't pick like Florida State. Like they're dead. Yeah, I mean they're they're injured and right. the kid that's been ineligible. And but Illinois, even though Brad knew that there's going to be some growing pains because you have these two transfers or three with Danger, yeah. and you have these four freshmen that you're going to play, their effort has been pathetic. Like pathetic. Pathetic. Um, they're and again like chemistry takes time to build and they have a very new team from last year their their defense has been even worse they i wonder if brad underwood will get away from switching they are terrible at switching i know but like but that's the thing they want to do with, with the way you're built right like that that's that should be your biggest advantage but they're like pointing and switching and doing it lazy and, and i mean penn state just freaking ripped them apart it, it was that game so was horrible Missouri Sorry, game was horrible. And te- I mean, they, they the game the against Texas, they shouldn't have won the game against Texas. No, they didn't even play well, but they were tough and had a toughness to them and found a way. And then Shannon was amazing in, yeah. in and overtime. Yeah, you know what's crazy about Terrence Shannon is when he was shooting it so well, it was still like, this guy shoots more air balls right. for a guy that's shooting 45% from three than I've ever seen. And I kept thinking this. 
Yeah, and now really. it's like he's kind of redressed yeah. to probably what his mean is, right? Like yeah, this is yeah. more of the average. Yep. Um, well, it, it and it shows you, right? Like we overreact so much to one early season game. And, and, you and there's do, not like, many guys that hit eight threes in a game. No, no. I mean, there, there's on. not. And that, that is something that you overreact to for sure. But yes. that's an impressive performance. There's not many guys that can raise their hand and say, yeah, I've hit eight threes in a high major college basketball game, right? right? right. It's a pretty select group of people. It was just um, you, right? I'm in that group. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I don't know. I just think with the locker room stuff they've got, the Matt Meyer quotes were bizarre, but, yeah, but yeah, honest, right. which I do appreciate his honesty in a time where that's not the, the case. Right. Um, I don't know if I would. So, do I mean, even Underwood's – Comments after the Penn State game to me are strange and could backfire on you in today's day and age, or they could work. Um, for the first couple games, they don't look like they have. <laughs> so, I just felt like they'd come out against Missouri and, and right, like, you know, I mean, like, Missouri's not good enough to beat that team by 30. No, but Coleman Hawkins, I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. There are games where you think he's a lottery pick, and there are games where you're like, he, I don't know if we can play him, right. Right. That can't be the the highs and the lows of his game. I, I said it to Brad. It's funny. And and this is still a, a minor factor in all of this. But I remember saying it to Brad when I was there for practice in the preseason. I was like, all right, your point guard situation. Like, I'm worried about it. And he was like, well, we're not really going to run things through our point guard. And I'm like, yeah, but like Terrence Shannon – isn't really that guy necessarily that can facilitate. You're going to need a facilitator. Jaden Epps to me is not that. He's a scorer. No, he's a scorer, and he's Correct. a great scorer. He's going they to don't score. really have a guy, Rob, that makes people makes life easier for other guys. Agreed. And, and you need that on that team, especially right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's totally fair. And I mean, Sincere Harris is a really good defender. He plays hard, yes. but he's not really facilitating. I think that they need his effort and energy. Um, yeah, I, it's kind of it's an interesting situation. That's going to be a, a fun one to watch how that plays out. That might be the most, I mean, of all the storylines, and there are a bunch of them that we're going to watch here uh, coming out of the new year. You know, Carolina, can they turn, they've already started turning back on a little bit. Uh, Kentucky, can they get a, a big win here uh, coming up soon. They really haven't had a resume win. Kentucky could have been in that conversation too. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they've, they've had three big games and they've lost all three. Their biggest win is against a Michigan team that frankly right now is, is a fringe tournament team. So yeah. you could, you could say Kentucky and they have been disappointing, especially their offense has been disappointing would be kind for that offense. I thought you might throw in uh Iowa into the ring too, but that Chris Murray is hurt, and that has and hurt. They didn't him. have Patrick McCaffrey. No, there's still no, Connor, no reason Connor didn't play. Patrick played. I mean, not Connor. Connor, uh, right? But to lose to a team that you're favored by 31 to, that's not good. No, no, that's an embarrassment. The Big Ten has come back to, uh, yeah, reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. The best coaching job. I'm curious to see on, on this one for you where you go with this. So far, who do you give the best coaching job to? I think I'm going to go Danny Hurley. I okay. mean, just yeah. because I, I think the 13 low, um, they had good pieces back, but you know, they've been pretty convincing in every game, save for Georgetown, which was close. They trailed and found a way on the road. Um, there's a lot of guys that I think you can consider for this. You know, I think Matt Painter's right there. I think Tommy Lloyd's right there. 
I got a good one. I got a really good one. Who lost arguably the national player of the year uh, last year? Number two. I'll say number two. Um, and, and is nine and two right now with one of their losses coming to uh, Kansas. They've beaten Marquette. Oh, they've beaten Iowa. Regard. They've beaten Maryland at home. They've beaten USC. They've beaten Dayton. Now, again, yeah, Greg Gard at Wisconsin. Yeah. And, that's and they're great like, their net numbers every year. Like the Ken Palm and the net numbers kill Wisconsin because they don't blow teams out. So it, yep. it kills them. But man, that dude, like yeah. he's got he's got to start getting the Bo Ryan credit soon. Of, I mean, of like, for sure, they right? they play above their. Yeah, some of the parts is always greater than the individual, yeah. and I think that they have a nice core with Hepburn and Wall and Crowell. Um, Asijan has been a really nice piece for them. He's a good player. Yeah. He is. He's so Indiana. Knows how to play. Knows can really shoot it. Um, why'd you laugh? <laughs> he's so Indiana. You said no. He is. He's an Indiana high school player. Like All he right. just knows how to play and he can shoot. Um, and they just they guard you. They play to their pace yep. and they win. Yep. And that yep. is Greg Gard does it every year. But Ryan did it. I, I, I like giving it to somebody that's not picked. No, I agree. I, I at agree all and, and overachieving per the preseason expectation. It may not be the right way to do it. To no, pick I coach think that's the totally fair. I think the either way for the way that I looked at it, the way you looked yeah. at it, are both totally fine. Well, you're a Hurley guy now. After doing the podcast yeah, yeah, with both Hurleys, yeah, I got to witness the the Hurley experience. So you're I all in. To, well, good. Yeah. It's a good thing you didn't spend uh, Christmas with with Bobby Hurley. I saw a tough loss. Oof, tough. boy. Boy, well, they have some boy. guys out? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. They lost by 30 to San Fran. And, you know, luckily for Bob, four. Bob still probably should feel pretty good uh, going in. But we know the motto of the Hurleys. I told you the motto. <laughs> if you told him that he could sign up for this record yes. in September, he would sign he up. Signed up. He would sign up. All right. Uh, the last one I hit. Well, there's two more. Uh, we'll start with a uh, player you'd pay to watch. Who, who's the one guy in college basketball that you, if they're on, you you want to watch or you would pay money to see? For me, it's Brandon Miller. I was going to say Brandon Miller. After watching the Gonzaga game, yep. that was awesome. Um, defense was non-existent, but he was his shot making was electric, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he's an electric player. Like we want to see more. Nick Smith's hurt again. I want to yeah. see a little bit more from Nick Smith. Um, I thought Anthony Black might be that guy early. And he settled yeah. down a little bit for Arkansas. I thought Arkansas's team was some too. of the when and then Brazil had, gets hurt. Brazil getting hurt really yeah. hurt yeah. that regard. Because I mean they had dunks that were just Is there anybody else that you would pay big money to to, mm-hmm. to see or that is must see TV? It's hard because a lot of the best players again are big men. Yeah. So it's like Brandon Miller's that that prototypical NBA guy, right? That that you right. want to watch. Yeah, um, I think that's that's a pretty – I mean, I, I love college basketball, but in terms of that yeah. category, I think that's pretty much it, honestly. All right, the last one. I'm giving you one point guard for your team. I'm giving you one one guy that you could take. And, again, it's hard because you don't know who the other four guys are around. True. Like, do you have scores? Do you need him to right. score? Right. So it's – but I, I'm, I'm just going to give you a blank slate here and just okay. say you can have one point guard – to run your team who is it 
I'm going to say this has come down to me a couple guys because of the way that they've won. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick between Tiger Campbell and Dewan Harris. I'm going to go Tiger because he can make shots. He can play on the ball, off the ball. I just think he's a winner. And I think by the end of the year, UCLA is going to be a team that can that can win the whole thing. I'm going to go Flagler here. He, he's not going to wow you, but man, he's an elite shooter. He can play again. He can play the the one, the two. Uh, good defensively, high character, a little bit bigger than Tiger. Not yep. not huge, but right. a little bit bigger. Um, so I don't think you take advantage of him quite as much as you could defensively. But there, again, we talked about it. There's no guy. I want to hype DeJuan Harris, though. We were getting awesome. The Kansas fans were clowning us for not drafting him in our draft. That has been a yearly chit show. And and he is great to watch. I really like watching DeJuan Harris play. Yeah, and again, Jalen Pickett, you mentioned it earlier, has had an unbelievable season. If you need a score, that dude, and he does it in unorthodox ways, but he has been awesome. And and there's the way Micah Shrewsbury is playing with the shooters all around him. I mean, he just backs you down, he posts you, he gets you deep, and he he puts you in the torture chamber. Yep, that's right. That's right. All right, we're going to close this out. I know you got to get home. I assume you're not staying over at DJ's house tonight, are you? I might. You never know. I mean, you're there late, but I'm (laughs) glad we did this. Yeah, that was – I I was shocked. uh, But it was good to see those guys. It always is. Yeah, I mean, that's what I felt. I felt like you'd have fun, especially around this time of year. That it would be a good time to do it. There aren't a ton of big time games. See your boys, get some stories. Uh, it was they were, they were nice time. to me. I owe money for not not getting on the worst of the worst. <laughs> you, you you listen. All I know is you got to do a little bit more research for fantasy football next year. I'm a bad player. I mean, bad. Like like, how are I you know. this shitty? I don't. You know, the first couple of years I didn't really take it seriously. We weren't playing for money. And then when we instituted the, the last place punishments, I was like, all right, I got to get this together. And I've been better. So there's no, is there an entry fee? Now, this is the first year. And how much was it? A hundred bucks. Yeah, you get it. I mean, the really, the the best way to take it seriously is is just For keep money, raising yeah. it. Yeah, but this is the first year that Scott, because of his job, could do it. Um, <laughs> now he's not working for an NCAA institution. Um, so we... But again, like then the punishments, guys just wouldn't do them. Like Medved, yeah, that's just or, weak. That's weak as shit for yeah. for Medved. Right, weak from David. David, <laughs> so, David, dude, it was so good. The janitor <laughs> never knew his any of those guys' names. <laughs> and he was a diehard basketball fan, and he was like Robbie, and committed the names, and then looked at my buddy Alex Fusak, and then Johnny Medved and Fusak was wearing the Miami jersey. So Miami. So why did he call him said, David? Do we know? No, and then he just was like. David, which Did I you think, ever ask him? No, I should. If next time I see him, I'm gonna. He probably won't even remember. He still goes to the high school basketball games at Bobble High you School. You got to find out. Like, what did he think yeah, he was somebody that, else? I was trying to decide which is worse. At least with David, it could be his name. Miami was never going to be Alex right. Fusak's name. Right. So at least he tried with Medved. But literally, no one calls him Johnny anymore. He is David to everybody, except for his wife and his dad. But you had everybody else. No like one. You'll go back to a no. reunion, and everybody will He'll call be like, "Sub Dave, yeah, Dave or David, <laughs> David." Yeah, we did that with a kid. We did that with somebody in high school too. We we changed his name from Craig to Stan because he looked right. like we we 
my buddy said he looked like Stanley Roper from uh, Three's <laughs> Company. That's so funny. Changed his name. It's stuck. It's stuck. All right. Well, Listen, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we, we hope you enjoyed this one. It was a little bit different, a little bit unique. We'll get back on track next week. And um, now the problem is now I'm like, I'm going to be like tiptoeing around. I'm, I'm like expecting payback at some there point. Be, there will be payback. It I know. I'm, I'm a little worried now. It's one of those but, things my dad used to say to me. I don't get mad. I just get even. <laughs> well, that was always, how about this? Years ago, I was going to get, I don't even remember why. I was going to get, Rick Barnes has always been known as the biggest pra like practical joker of anybody in college basketball, like insane, did some great stuff. And at some point we got to get him on and we can, we can have him talk about it. it it'll be entertaining. And I was going to get him. I was going to team up with like another coach, like few or somebody like that. And we we're going to get Barnes and uh, Chris Ogden. Uh, told me, he said, listen, and, and he wasn't the only one who told me he played for Barnes at Texas. He said, I'm telling you, if you get Barnes, he will get you and he will be ruthless. He will get you like, and not care about like your wife. He will, nothing is <laughs> off limits with, with Barnes. Collateral damage will be had. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going there. I'm not Save ready my for family. that. It's like I'm running just... for president. They're just going to crush you. Exactly. I'm not ready for that. So anyway, all right, well, listen, um happy new year uh hope you had a good christmas I did. and uh tell everybody uh i said hello and and at some point maybe next year we'll get your, your folks on honestly the worst the worst dirt might be from my college teammates to be honest with you but I, i've thought about that I actually a couple years ago during the pandemic I, I think i hit kramer and we were going to do something, but it was hard. Some guys were overseas. I don't just... feel like he would have the best beef, though. There, There's other people that would know better. I mean, I would hope, yeah, I would hope in college you weren't like. No, I mean, I I wasn't like that, but. Right, I, but you were, you, you broke a few rules. There are some people that would know more of where the bodies are buried than All I. Right. All right, I got to, listen, uh, at heart, I'm an investigative reporter, so. We know. I, I could find that out. That That shouldn't be hard for me to find. No, no. And they'd be willing, believe me. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll All see right. you next week. Make sure you subscribe. Goodman and Humble Pod. Uh, again, happy new year. Happy holidays. Mm -hmm.